Support for this episode comes from Yakima Chief Hops. Yakima Chief Hops is a 100% farmer-owned hop supplier with a mission to connect the family farms of the Pacific Northwest with brewers across the globe. With a growing competitive market, YCH understands the need to continuously brew exceptional quality beers. This is why YCH is focused on developing innovative hop products and research-based resources that provide real solutions in the brew house and help brewers take their beers to the next level. Yakima Chief Hops works with breweries of all sizes across the globe, from home and nano brewers to craft and macro. To find out more about YCH, visit www.yakimachief.com. Most breweries will hopefully experience a growth curve during their business lives. But when you're on that particular journey, it's key to recognise that there's more to it than just increasing capacity and your ability to produce more volume. And as someone heading up a brew team, Aaron McClure knows that all too well. Hello and welcome to the Brewer's Journal podcast. My name is Tim Sheehan, editor of the Brewer's Journal. And I'm Ross McPherson. Aaron McClaw is the head brewer at Sharps, based in Rock, Cornwall. After studying biology at the University of Exeter, Aaron would soon join Sharps in 2011, rising up the ranks from brewing team member to technical brewer, before being promoted to the role of head brewer in 2019. Managing a team of 32 brewers, McClure is responsible for the production of a raft of beers, including Atlantic, Offshore Pilsner and Doombar, which they brew in excess of 1 million pints of each week. During his own journey at Sharps, Aaron has seen the brewery and the team grow. On the outside, he says, it's sometimes easy to just look at the larger number of tanks or your ability to make more beer. But there's more to it, much more. Whether that means HR policies and practices, quality control, or health and safety measures, you also need to make sure that each and every part of your team feels valued and involved. During his time working for Molson Coors, the parent company that owns Sharps, Aaron took the opportunity to broaden his own people management skills by working as an operations brewer at Molson Coors Burtonwood Brewery. Aaron told us that he wanted to get a greater experience at different breweries within different operations. While the process is largely the same, there are also many subtleties and nuances to each brewery, which makes each and every one unique. In making the move, Aaron says he improved his people skills by working with whole new teams and forming new relationships all over again. My job was ultimately to get the most out of them, he says. My mantra, he says, has always been that so long as your workforce is engaged, enjoy what they do, and believe in what you're telling them, then they'll work very hard. He explains that he'll tell any of his team that if you work hard for me, I'll work incredibly hard for you. It's a two-way street. And in this latest episode, recorded at our Brewers Congress in December, Aaron explains how he goes about managing all of his different responsibilities at the Cornish Brewery. He had also just been crowned Young Brewer of the Year at our Brewers' Choice Awards the night before. An incredibly well-deserved accolade that may or may not be responsible for his dulcet tones during this informative and illuminating lecture. 
So, um, good morning, everybody. Um, I kind of first off, I want to apologise for my voice. A uh, little bit croaky at the moment, lots of celebrating last night. So, hopefully, it holds up throughout the whole 20 minutes. Um, so, a little bit about me. My name's Aaron McClaw, and I'm the head brewer at Sharps Brewery. So, I've been at Sharps for just over 10 years now. Throughout that whole 10 years, the brewery has, has changed significantly. As you can see on the, um, the graph up on the screen, uh, we have grown from around 50,000 hectolitres a year up to just under 330,000 hectolitres at our peak in 2017. And whilst this journey of expansion um, has been one that the team and I have learned a huge amount from, thoroughly enjoyed, um, it only tells a very small part of our story and our journey. The financial investment, capital projects, Shiny stainless steel vessels are not the most important part of this journey. Um, the most important part of our journey is the journey we've been on with our people, how we lead and support them. So I often see successful crowdfunding campaigns on social media, loads of sexy new brew kit on Instagram. Um, and I always hear about brewers declaring their unwavering commitment to use the finest quality ingredients. And all of these are like really positive success stories, ones we should be sharing, should be celebrating. It's brilliant. But um, I think we need to be doing it more with our people, sharing the positive stories, sharing what we're doing so we can all learn from it and feed off one another and build some really positive cultures because there are positive cultures out there. I just think we need to promote them more. So... Um, what I want to do today is, is share our people journey and the positive stories that I and Sharks Brewery have been on over the 10 years. It's definitely been the largest part of our journey, as I've said. Um, and I think what's important is, I'm not saying this is a perfect model on how you should lead your teams, like nothing's ever perfect. But what I am hoping is that you can take away a few ideas, a few models, ways of working, pickpocket a few bits that you can take back to your brewery apply yourself or request from your manager just to, to make a positive impact, really. Okay, so people. The people on this screen, big top picture at the top, are my number one priority. The number one priority of all of our departmental managers at Sharps and the number one priority of Sharps and Molson Coors. And our priority is to put our people first. This priority has guided us during our journey of growth, when it's been really exciting, but also more recently with the pandemic during times of crisis, putting people first has always been the number one priority. So I wanted to share um, this kind of um, story of, of the NASA cleaner, which some of you may or may not have heard of, but for me, I heard it a, a long time ago and it, it always puts a massive smile on my face. And I think it's a, a a great example of um, aligning a business, a site, a team, individuals behind a common goal, okay? Um, I think it makes everybody feel valued, understand that they've got a, a really important part to play. And as similar to what, what Bates uh, said in his brilliant presentation, it's the what, the how, and the why that align a business and align people. What are you aiming for? How is everybody going to contribute? And why are you doing it? 
Okay, so we aim to align our whole team at Sharps behind what we want to achieve, how we're going to do it, and why we're doing it. And here are a couple of examples of, of what we've done over the years. So early in our journey, our ambition was to become the UK's number one casket hour with Doombar. This was the what, and the whole site was united behind this goal. It was discussed at team meetings, it was displayed on our brewery walls, walls, and everybody was aligned and understood that their part to play. We achieved this goal in 2013, when Doombar became the biggest selling car scale in the UK. And then how did we get there? Well, the lower picture displays our company values. These values display how we behave, what we expect from one another, so that we're open to diversity, committed to change, free to challenge, and open to mistakes, because quite frankly, it's the mistakes that you learn the most amount from. And then, it's not on the screen, but it's a why. And for me, I think it's quite an easy one for the brewing industry. It's probably one that brought most of us into the industry in the first place. It's the passion for the beers, the brewing process, the creativity, the science, and basically everybody in the business is connected with, with the beer, the product that you produce. And I'm sure it's for every brewery. Everybody's very pr proud and passionate about the beers that, that they brew, whether you're a brewer, somebody who works in the packaging line, in marketing, sales, etc. Everybody's had, got that really strong connection to the product. The one thing that I, I do want to say is... Um, I do often hear and see of, you know, a lot of brewers leaving the industry, completely disengaged, burnt out after experiencing some really tough working conditions. So that's, that's the whole point in me, in me presenting this today is to try and change some of that. So supporting people. I've said it before, I'll say it again. People are our number one priority at Sharps. And by supporting them as best as we can as leaders, we get the best engagement and commitment from them in return. You look after your people and they will work hard and, and look after you in return. So the list of supporting tools on this screen, some of them may seem basic uh, and it's not exhaustive. Um, and some of you may think it's a bit of a luxury of being owned by a global brewer. And I don't think it is. It might've made it easier. It might've made it easier for me as a leader to implement some of these. But it's not a luxury. Anybody can offer those. So the big thing about it for me is supporting your people is about a commitment. It's about a commitment of time to actually do it. Planning downtime in the brew schedule, downtime in the packaging lines. It's about a commitment of finance because some of them do cost money. Uh, and it's just a solid commitment to put, put people first and look after them. If you're committed to doing it, you can make it happen. So just some examples of, of what we do on the screen here. So individual monthly one-to-ones between line manager and direct report form a key part of what we do. Having those conversations on a one-to-one -one basis is absolutely vital to forming strong relationships and supporting one another across the business. We've got health and safety is absolutely paramount. Nobody can feel truly happy at work if they're subject to excess risk all day. And brewing... You know, it, it, can be, it can be dangerous, but it's about putting those controls in place and making sure people are fully aware that you're looking after their physical health. 
And then another one I wanted to touch on was sick pay, right? So just wanted to share a real true example. It's from a colleague who sat in the audience, Dan. So a few years ago, Dan crashed his motorbike, broke his femur, and to be quite honest, he's quite lucky to be alive. Um, and we always joke about it now, saying it's the first time he took his stabilizers off or something like that. But um, no, in all seriousness, it's a serious motorbike accident. And Dan was off work for over six months. And whilst that rehabilitation for Dan was stressful and difficult in so many ways, the financial stress wasn't. He was on full, full salary, sick pay. And what that meant is supporting his young family financially, paying his mortgage was just one less thing that he didn't have to worry about. And for me, that's exactly why we offer all of those on screen to every single one of our employees. Um, and what I do want to know is that, that we do have bullying and harassment policies, gross misconduct policies, disciplinary procedures. But the whole point is that you're promoting a positive culture, looking after your people so that you don't have to rely on those to manage people because that is not the way that you should be managing people, in my opinion. Developing people is key for so many reasons. And development can mean so many different things to so many different people, right? So we've got people in our brewery, big ambitions, committed to professional study, committed to taking on new roles, constant challenge, thriving off of that. But likewise, we've got others who absolutely love the role they're in. They wish to do a really solid job at work and are really just content with that. They're very happy, very content with, with what they do. And so development for them means something slightly different. It, it might be that they want to get to know a new piece of brewing equipment a lot better, or they might want to help train up new starters. And both of these examples are development opportunities for all different types of people in terms of how they want to develop. Um, and I think it's our job as, as leaders to recognise that and support that. So a, a few more examples of what we've got on screen. Uh, succession planning. So it's something we do. Um, it's really important for us to build a team for the future. So we look at all roles in, in the brewery, um, whether it's technical brewers, general managers, packaging team leaders, or even the next head brewer. And then we identify candidates with lots of potential brewers, or anyone from the business, there's cross-departmental moves all the time. And then we offer them the required qualifications, skills, experiences. Experiences is probably the big one. But we offer them those experiences to be able to develop into those roles for the future. And then there's apprenticeships. So on the screen, pictured top right is a chap called Callum White. He's on the HIT apprenticeship scheme, cohort four, uh, and he's got his endpoint assessment in January. So, so Callum's due to, due to complete his brewing apprenticeship. Uh, and then bottom right is a chap called Will Purdy. So Will is our, um, well, he was our engineering apprentice. So Will is now a fully qualified engineer and he's positioned full-time in the engineering team. Um, and what I really love about this photo is that, that, that photo was taken when Will was, um, was about 18 years old, about four years ago now, and he, he first joined the brewery. He's a South African lad, and um, he joined as you know, a really skinny chap, very naive, 18, you know, young, turning up late, all of that sort of stuff. And now he's, he's, you know, he goes to the gym, he's 
his proper hench, to be fair. So not only have we seen him like evolve as an, as an engineer, but you've also sort of seen him grow as a man, and it's, it's a really nice story. The thing for me on apprenticeships, right, is, yeah, we believe that our apprentices are the, are the leaders of the future. But actually, I think what's really important is they also add new perspectives in the present. They make our team more dynamic, give us different opinions, different ways of thinking right now. Um, and I really, really enjoy, enjoy that and listening to what they have to, have to say and contribute. Right, move, moving on to engagement. So I, I'll just touch on a few, few examples of the points on screen as well. So we, we've got a pilot brewery at Sharps. Obviously, the, the main brewery is pretty big. Um, and I don't think pilot breweries are, are uncommon, to be quite honest with you. But they are a, an awesome tool to engage and develop our team. Like every brewer you come across wants to do their own beers. Most of them, you know, they haven't done a recipe before and they want to do a marshmallow barrel age stout or something crazy. Um, but it gives them the opportunity to do that, to, to express themselves creatively and, and learn from the process, which is the most, most important. But for us, it's not just for our brewers. It's for the whole site. We've got people from marketing mucking in. We've got sales. We've got the packaging team. We've got, we've got everybody, and I think that's really important. It really helps to connect all of our people with our beers, the brewing process, and quite frankly, what, what our business is about. And we, we plan the pilot brewery schedule 12 months in advance for, for all the beers that we're brewing. And when we're planning that, the most important part for me is actually actively planning the people who can get involved and learn and develop from the opportunity. And for me personally, it's more important than the beers themselves, to be quite honest. Some of the beers, obviously, you're, you're doing new product development, scaling up, things like that. But the, peop the people's the priority. Uh, a couple of other examples, skip level one-to-ones, similar to a one-to-one, -one, but you, you're meeting with a manager that you don't often interact with. Generally, you know, a few rungs up the ladder higher or something like that. And they're brilliant. They make you feel really valued, empowered, and ensure everybody has a voice. Um, it also allows leaders to connect with what's actually happening in the brewery, uh, get to know individuals better and the challenges of their role. And then we have things like reward and recognition schemes, where we're actively calling out, celebrating and rewarding brilliant performances. We do a lot of fun stuff in the brewery. We hold annual table tennis tournaments and darts tournaments where, again, stop production, get everybody involved. Table tennis players, they've got walk-on music. One of the guys who works on the fault list is a sculptor and he, he sculpted a trophy that, that goes around and gets engraved every year. And um, I think it's really important to stop and, and have some fun and, and enjoy that in, in the whole process. Uh, we've got a, a really good canteen and welfare facilities and we make sure that they're a perfect place to relax and unwind uh, when the team are on their breaks. And I think that's really important that, to recognise that a brewery is a complex and dynamic working environment where concentration needs to be high, no matter what level of automation or not, you, you, need, to be, you need to be on it. And if you're not given time to relax, unwind, clear your head, being on it for a full shift is, is very, very difficult and we can't expect that of everybody. So giving them suitable breaks, frequency, length is, is paramount to ensure that, that they can perform and at their best. And then the, the final slide is, um, is measure. So as part of our people journey, we started this very early on, but if you want to improve, 
generally it helps if you measure it. And you think, oh, how can, how can you measure it? So like some of the figures on the screen, they may seem like basic measures and I'm, I'm gonna talk you through them, but um, they're ones that we've actively focused on and, and I'm, I'm really proud of them. So for instance, uh, staff retention, industry standard for food and drink manufacturing is, is at four and a half years. At Sharps, we're currently running at 7.9. Uh, and not only does this show us that our people actually want to work at the brewery, but it allows us to focus more of our time on, on developing those people, promoting positive cultures, uh, rather than having to constantly re-recruit and train new starters. The next one is, is absence rates. So industry standard is at 3.5%. Again, at Sharps, our absence rate is at 1.8, despite the fact Dan took took six months off, which pumped that number off a little bit. And we feel this is a, a reflection of our support towards employee health and well-being, both mental and physical health and well-being. We also run biannual anonymous surveys, capturing team feedback on the workplace and the environment that we create as leaders, and they are truly anonymous. Uh, and we call these surveys pulse surveys, as we feel it's our way of keeping our fingers on the pulse when it comes to creating a healthy working environment. The feedback from these is vigorously reviewed and strong performing aspects are celebrated. I think that's really important. I think a lot of us, myself included, always look for the, the negatives to improve on and to you know, keep getting better. But I think it's really important to stop and cele celebrate the really positive stories in there as well. Uh, but likewise, lower performing aspects are, are, are actioned and acted upon immediately. I think it's really important that that, that loop from the surveys is, is, is closed out effectively. Um, and that's really the end of my presentation. I just wanted to finish by saying, I truly believe that, that putting people first and looking after your people, regardless of if you're owned by a global brewer or if you're small, it's, it's just about a commitment, a solid commitment from, from the leaders uh, of the business and leaders of departments, committing the time, might need a bit of finance committing, but truly to put people first. So thank you very much. Brewer's Journal podcast is a production of Reby Media, produced and hosted by me, Tim Sheehan. And me, Ross McPherson. Sound engineering is by Ross McPherson. Series supervision by John Young. And the executive producer is Rory Harris. And a special thanks to Aaron McClaw at Sharps Brewery. <laughs>